guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week, you guys would not believe like the amount of worry I had this past week, wondering whether or not we'd get an episode up or like if I would be in this week's episode. Uh, I don't because know surprise, guys, surprise, Sierra caught what I had. And I'm like, I don't know how much you guys keep up with like what we do outside of the podcast. I feel like most of you do. Well, my, I was like sick last week we recorded. But um, I was just down and out for the count. I Megan didn't really lose her voice. I lost my voice. I don't, I think it's like pretty much mostly sounding the same. So if it doesn't, sorry, but whatever. I think it sounds the same. Good. Um, but I also just like, if I have to like clear my throat, I'm going to try and like get that away from the mic if I ha- if I can help it. But uh, we're just, not going to stop every like five minutes. Yeah. Has to clear her throat. So just want to put that in the forefront. Like originally we literally have to like plan be like, Haley, would you be able to be a guest with Megan? Uh, in case I can't Because how am I supposed to talk alone for an hour? Like, the idea of doing a solo episode at any point in time, like, no thank you. Never yeah. say never, but I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So, that was I think we might do an episode with Haley anyways coming up. Like, it's kind of been in the back of our minds. It was just, you know, ideally we want Sierra, me, and Haley on the podcast. But we want to talk to her about, like, her wedding planning um, and stuff like that related to bachelorette stuff yeah. and how little i freaking know about anything related to i got stuff. we got um you know me and sierra are the co-maids of honor so we are responsible for planning it and Haley's not getting married until april next year so lots of time um but the bachelorette party she wants to do at our grandparents lake house aka over the summer in order to like have fun on the lake so we're doing it in july and me and sierra have been planning it kind of like with Haley's input because we obviously want to know like what she wants to do and uh we just got decor and stuff figured out so like you know we're getting things done slowly but surely but I've never been a maid of honor oh my gosh I've never been a bridesmaid before in any wedding so I have no idea what's going on I thought I had stuff figured out and all of a sudden I get like a text like me and Sierra get a text together from one of the other bridesmaids like asking about a gift and like She's if like, she could go in, on, in on one are you guys doing something separate and Megan uh, that and I was news to me separately and I was like we're supposed to get a gift is news that dumb I have clearly no idea like I need to figure out just I should do a google search uh like I've talked about stuff with our mom and Haley of like bachelorette party stuff and then like someone's mentioned a personal shower at some point and then I've like does bridal showers I don't know I need to figure out maybe this is our fault maybe we're just not taking our roles and that's initiative and like it's lack of personal responsibility person. here right that's how i feel i'm I like never feel i have like, things to do i never feel like i'm just like okay time to like plan a bachelorette party sorry yeah. um i am though it's getting done it's just i have to really put more time and thought and effort into doing i'm that. <laughs> like me and like okay so we need to think of a gift it's gonna sound bad and then i'm gonna feel bad sending like a bill because like, like you're supposed to have the people split costs and stuff And it's not like we're spending an ungodly amount of money on this bachelorette party, but I'm just like, it feels kind of weird to just be like, here's your cut, send me a Venmo. Yeah. That's what I realized about this whole process. And I'm just like, (laughs) I know this is like Haley, not just at you because this is how all weddings work. But I'm like, Haley, it's your wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Why do I have to do all of this? So I'm just like, Haley, like, what do you want to do for the like bachelorette party and like all this stuff? And she's like, I don't know. Like, you know, you can just figure out. I'm like, like, what do you want to do? It's your thing. And she's probably annoyed honestly she's probably like you're supposed to do it yourself and I'm like I don't know what to do so that is not my weekly spotlight (laughs) no uh do we want to get into our weekly spotlights have we said what this episode is no No. I'm kind of like how do we even start talking about because we're talking about 
my voice and then you talked about the podcast uh, that you're okay. planning on doing. Got I'm speaking too much about it. We have to save that for that episode. Um, this episode is going to be answering deep and thought-provoking questions because it's like questions you can ask yourself to be like introspective, but Megan and I will just be asking each other. You guys can think about these questions yourself as well. Uh, this is kind of the, this is not really like the partner episode, but this is how we thought of this episode because Megan, a few weeks ago, took the time to ask me like questions you ask your best friend. And I feel like what always happens with these kinds of episodes where like one of us is leading is we both end up answering anyways because the other person's curious. Um, so we just like kind of took that into account going into this episode that we're probably both going to answer all these questions. Before we do that, we're going to do our weekly spotlights. So my weekly spotlight, I think I'll say is um, on Monday night, a bunch of our classmates um, went and did like sand volleyball. Some people did spike ball. There's ultimate frisbee. And so I haven't played volleyball. And I mean, I couldn't tell you when I last played volleyball because I don't play volleyball. I have gone to like a weekend um, volleyball camp when I was in elementary school. So I have some experience, but I didn't think I was going to be very good, but I actually did pretty good. Like my team collectively won two of the three games and I like had a part in that. So I felt good and I didn't get hurt. So (laughs) all is good. Um, So yeah, it was just fun. And it was nice because that was like on Monday and we didn't really have, we had a practical on Monday, but everyone was like done with it by three. And then on Tuesday we had like pre-recorded stuff. So like we had a free day Tuesday. So it was just nice. Uh, my weekly spotlight, I have a couple things I can just kind of catch you guys up on. One, my voice started to return. That was so freaking annoying, especially like I'm not even a talkative person, but there was just like a variety of things where I kept like doing things. and I was like, my voice is going to get worse. And I kept doing them. So that's my bad. But um, it's coming back and it's uh, I think about 100 percent. So that's good. Um, the other thing is also just like yesterday being Tuesday, we had kind of like a day off. It was really nice. We went to uh, the beach. Coincidentally, ran into... Did we mention that we, like, ran into a classmate there? Like, you know, on accident, I guess, coincidentally, a couple weeks ago. And there was the same classmate that was also there again. So that was kind of funny. Uh, hung out with her for a little bit. And then, you know, it was nice to, like, feel like the day was off, even though technically it was, like, we watched lectures just at a different time. Whatever. I like to distribute my time over the weekend and be like, ah, oh, look, I'm free at this point in time. But whatever. And then... Uh, the other thing related to today is that I finished up all of my like class, like presentation stuff. So my group presented it, presented today for our controversial topic and like Loki, I think I killed it. Like our whole group killed it. But like I specifically like went through like my talking points that I was going to do yesterday and I was like, I don't know. Sure. Did a couple like rounds of practice yesterday and then a couple this morning. But like during the presentation I was on, I did it because I was going to say like quite a bit, uh, or like getting like, you know, tongue tied when I was practicing with myself, I don't think I got tongue-tied really at all, so, and I she didn't did have good. any notes, so I was like, okay, go see her. She did well. Yeah, good job. That's one of my pet peeves when some people uh, say good instead of well. Sorry. It's okay, a lot of people uh, are at fault with that one. <laughs> Is that all? All right. Um, first question. When was the last time you tried something new? And it can be, like, something big, something small. Something new. I already have my answer. I mean, volleyball was new. I was going to say. Spike ball. We just tried spike ball, too, and I had never played that before. Last time I tried something new was Ultimate Frisbee, which I played on Monday. 
like they had a bunch of people there playing just like different sports so megan was playing volleyball and then i was playing ultimate frisbee and i honestly feel so dumb because when someone mentioned ultimate frisbee in my head what i was thinking and megan thought this too was uh disc golf and so like we were in this uh rec area it was pretty much just like open fields some soccer nets and like volleyball courts sand volleyball courts and i was looking around and i was like i don't see any like of the disc golf holes what are they called i don't know catchers baskets <laughs> and so when people were like forming a group being like let's play disc golf or not disc golf when they're playing ultimate frisbee i was like where are we going like where is this at uh like there's like you know like that wood area behind that i was like is it like in the wooded area <laughs> like i was confused and then eventually i was kind of like i haven't played ultimate frisbee before like how does this work and then i was informed that it was like uh football but with a frisbee and i won't say i was good because i wasn't but i wasn't too bad either like i was pretty good at catching it it helps that uh some of my classmates are like decent at throwing it and i could throw well for short distances my team still lost but in our defense we had one less person and also the one like actual good person was on the other team so but it was still fun i have horrible endurance that's what i realized <laughs> between playing basketball yeah we also <clears throat> if you watch our vlogs you know we went and played basketball with a couple classmates too hey i'm surprised i have asthma i didn't have to use my inhaler or felt like i had to use my inhaler at all and i was like that's an improvement like i haven't had to test that in a while it got to be to the point where for when my team was on defense i was really not holding my own there like offense i was like okay like i can do this because i was motivated to like go and try and catch it to try and prevent other people from catching the frisbee also, I just think it's, like, scary to, like, try and block a Frisbee. So that's why I was, like, no, nah, I'm not going to try and do that. Like, I was, like, it's going to hit my finger. It's going to hurt. It's going to, like, they're going to hit me. Uh, so I was less inclined to play good defense. But, and, like, just, like, the running, I was, like, I can't. It was, like, a big area of land we were trying to cover. So, yeah. All in all, it was fun, though. So are you counting volleyball as your trying to play ball? <clears throat> okay. Next question is, who do you sometimes compare yourself to? I mean, each other would be an easy answer. I, I feel like I compare myself to just, like, other people my age, but, like, not really anyone specifically. It's almost more just, like, the, like, the idea, idea of people oh my, my age. Hey. You know? Um... Like, I'm just always like, oh, people my age, like, are doing this, or, like, X, Y, Z, living their life. And sometimes I feel like I don't think I do that, and so I, I get down on myself for that. I agree with you. I'll first start with, like, obviously... Like, I can't think of one specific person I'm trying to compare my life to or, you know, do what they're doing. Obviously, I'll, like, go with the easy answer first. I do compare myself to you sometimes. Not nearly as much as I used to. I think that the younger we were and just like the more direct competition there was like we literally competed against each other with gymnastics like there's kind of for me that aspect of always comparing myself to you because I always bring up I was like Megan's one who always beat me at everything in competition so I was just like literally in order for me to win like I had to beat Megan until we got to like the later years and then you know there's quite a few people better than us but like especially in the early years it was like I always got second place and Megan got first and I was like oh this is annoying um, as far as now, I feel like I compare myself to you sometimes with like classwork and stuff, but I think that's like a healthy competition in terms of just like you keep me up to date with like what I feel like I should know for classes and like we kind of like keep each other in check that way. Um, and like obviously if Megan gets better than me, I'm just like, ah, oh, dang, but like I don't think it's anything like 
to like it doesn't weigh you down yeah um as far as like i totally get where you're coming from like the general just like perception of what it seems like everyone else our age is doing and like i just feel like other people are like more adult than i am i'm just like is everyone like on this different wavelength that i'm just like not a part of or like are you guys all just like really good at like hiding and like masking how like in like not inadequate but just like how not ready you feel for adulthood because like I feel like I'm like not totally ready for adulthood in some aspects but I'm just like no one else seems to think that so like is it just me should I not say anything in what aspects specifically I don't know I feel like I just always think about like uh getting ready for like a full-time job and I'm like that stresses me out and like I just imagine myself like in the workforce I'm like gonna be 23 by the time I graduate which is like you know the normal age for entering the workforce but I feel like mentally I'll be like roughly the same as I am now and I'm like I just don't see that for me like I don't see me just like in an office like with coworkers. like it's hard to imagine yeah but it just is the inevitable I know like also going back to like people our age now are like our class from high school just graduated so like they're getting actual jobs like they're becoming teachers and I'm like you're gonna be a teacher like if I were to like have been an elementary ed major I couldn't have been a teacher like right now I'd be like I'm literally I was just in high school and when I was just in high school I was just in middle school for that and I was just in elementary school for that how could I teach elementary school so I just feel like I'm like this doesn't make any sense <laughs> okay uh, next question is, what is the most sensible thing you've heard someone say? Sensible. Yes. Like, makes sense. <laughs> I feel like that's an interesting descriptor. This person had an example, if it helps get your, uh, mind going. Live in the present, forget about the past, and don't worry about the future. I believe that oh. one major key to happiness is living in the present. I always like the saying... Um, work to live, don't live to work. I like that. You want to elaborate? Um, it's just in my mind, it makes perfect sense that you're not going to necessarily find happiness in your, excuse me, in your profession. Um, not to say you shouldn't find a profession that you enjoy because inevitably it's going to be a large part of your time if you want to make money. But, um, like, yeah, that's not your purpose. It's a part of you inevitably like us being pts in the future like that's just going to be part of who we are um, and like it's something we care about obviously and it's something we care about and it's a profession that i really truly value and feel like i can feel like i go to work every day and make a difference in people's lives but it's also not like the end the, all be all for what like makes my you sole you. purpose in life that's not my purpose in life my purpose in life is going to be to feel fulfilled in whatever way that means to me probably having a family at some point and like prioritizing them, making sure that I feel like I'm not overworking myself because I don't want to get burned out and like taking necessary steps to be like, I'll take a step back from work if that's me and like if that is what I have to do to maintain that, you know, because mm-hmm. work isn't the most important thing in life. What do I think is the most sensible thing someone's ever or I've ever heard someone say? Uh I'll try and, like, answer that, but as a side tangent, do you remember, like, that quote that we used to be obsessed with, and now I, like, think about it, and I'm, like, it's, like, not really, like, that good of a quote. Good, better, best, never let it rest until your good is better, and your better is best. By Tim Duncan. It's an okay quote, but I feel like, who, like, just said that? Like, no one rhymes like that in real life. 
Um, most sensible thing I've ever heard someone say. I don't know. It's hard to think of this stuff off the top of my head. But I don't want nothing's resonated. I don't want to dwell on it too much because then I feel like I'm just like waiting. If I can think of something at some point, I'll bring it back. But in the meantime, we will move on. Question number four. Also, I'm getting these questions from bucketlistjourney.net. If any of you want to look at all these, because there's no way we're getting through all of them. There's 365 questions. So if you want to reference that. Uh, what gets you excited about life? Um, right now, I would say traveling. And then I feel like with our experience in undergrad and then also especially with COVID, like the amount of like social interaction we've had recently just like with our classmates and stuff like I've got to be honest um I'm feeling pretty happy and just excited right now in general Mm -hmm. like I feel a sense of happiness I haven't felt in a while and I'm not like an unhappy person I just am like I didn't it's kind of like I didn't know I needed it until I got it Mm -hmm. so I've been very grateful for that I think what gets me most excited about life is just like those small things to look forward to because you know life on the day-to-day can get very monotonous and just like you know you wake up go to work do xyz and if you don't find yourself like out of that rut very often then it's really hard to like find things to get excited about and make you know life quote-unquote worth living and so I'm not even just talking about like oh like I have a trip planned you know next month I'm talking like literally just like these smallest things that change the day-to-day where it's like Megan said um if someone invites us to like go do something like that's not like something in in like the normal schedule for us or it's not something we have to do it's just like a fun extra thing that we get to do uh we went to Haley's house this weekend and like that's not something we always do and just like I was looking forward to it it was very just like an off-the-cuff thing that we decided to do and I always you know tend to have it's so easy for me and Sierra especially in like any of you guys who are maybe like the same personality type in our homebodies to like have like really no you don't feel the need to like change go out make plans do xyz and like you kind of don't realize what you're missing out on until you do finally start accepting any offers or making plans beyond what you're normally doing because like I've got to admit you know I'm becoming more aware of this just because we've had the opportunity to like do more things because like I'm a pretty like I'm satisfied with being at home in our apartment it doesn't really bother me and I especially on like some nights like that's all I want to do but then like especially recently you kind of I've become more aware of like how good it has been for both of us to start saying yes more, mm-hmm. even if we kind of in the moment aren't like super excited about it, you know, because yeah. once I get comfy, I like to just kind of like stay in. But there was, you know, one time a couple weeks ago where it was like 730 and I was genuinely like, I've got to admit, I was looking forward to staying in. I had a show that I wanted to watch and just like, I felt like, you know, we kind of had like a lot of stuff going on and I finally got to like relax a little bit. And then um, people in our class were going out. And so we were asked if we wanted to go out too. And we were close to saying like, no thanks. Yeah. But we did go out and I just thought it was good for us. And obviously I'm not saying that to say you have to say yes every time. But I just think I'm speaking to people who are like me and Sierra who like to stay in and don't like to say yes to stuff because it's easy and it doesn't bother you to go or to stay in. Um, you might not realize what you're missing. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I think every once in a while, get yourself out of your routine, change things up, and, like, also just trying new things. Like, going back to the first question, 
you don't realize that you like something or dislike something until you try it. And so giving that an opportunity to actually try something out and then make an opinion on it like that is just going to make you better informed in the future when you're making similar decisions about whether whether or not you want to do something. All right. Next question is what life lesson did you learn the hard way? These are such good questions, but I didn't prepare anything. What's been a hard reality I've had to face? I, this is kind of something we've already like touched on, but maybe this will get a good conversation going. I feel like a life lesson that I've had to learn the hard way just by like going through life, like not necessarily anything specific is just realize that there is never going to be one distinct point in time where you like turn the corner and you're like I am a full-fledged adult like I can do all things that like the adults can do like when I was younger and would look at someone who was I would literally look at someone who's like 20 and be like oh my god like they're an adult they know what's going on they know everything they're doing and the older and older you get you just kind of realize that that's not the case you see people who are even I'm sure anyone at any age like 28 38 48 88 they're probably like we have no idea what's going on so I don't know if I necessarily learned that like the hard way because it's kind of a realization that everyone has to come to uh but I feel like I've just been thinking about it (laughs) more and more (laughs) lately I'm trying to think you guys I promise I am it's just hard to think of like I'm trying to think of like times I've been like bit in the butt because I like didn't do something right but nothing's immediately coming to my mind so I don't want to keep you waiting (laughs) I'll read uh one that the author of this article said I actually had to insert this one in a previous post uh then they referenced their post I'm not going to give them a free promo uh control only uh what relates to you you can only control yourself no one else this has been a hard torturous agonizing lesson to learn doesn't everyone know that if they did it in my way that life would be perfect oh it's like a fun little I have that like realization sometimes I'm like uh if everyone in the world just like did something the way that I would do it we'd have a perfect world (laughs) I'm sure everyone (laughs) probably thinks that all right moving on to question number six what do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago god five years ago we have to get five years ago I want to go grade-wise, not just age, so... Was that junior year? I guess, let me see, I could do grade first and then, or year, and then figure out grade. So it's 2021, so 2016 would have been... End of junior, start of senior. I have a good one. I feel like I know what you're going to say. Senior year, Megan and I just absolutely gave up on anything, like, social-wise, Except for, like, gymnastics stuff, like, gym friends and, like, all that. Like, we were fine there. But I think that kind of throughout high school, we've been teetering on, like, you know, we were with this friend group in middle school and then, like, kind of faded out with them. And, like, we were friends with someone else. And, like, we didn't have a solid friend group. And by the time it got to senior year, we literally just were, like, no. What's the point? Like, we didn't try hanging out with, like, anyone. And it's, like, at the time, again, like, because we were, like, oh, we're going to college. It doesn't matter. But I just feel like... Uh, looking back, I wish I wouldn't have just been like, oh, it's just a year, like, I'll make it through on my own, and we still should have been trying to, like, 
live in the moment and enjoy what we could have, even if they weren't friendships that lasted Mm -hmm. through to undergrad or beyond, like it's okay. You could still have found ways to enjoy. Like even just like if we had found like classmate friends, like there were some people in like our apex program that like we were friendly enough with, but I feel like school friends and classroom friends like don't get enough credit because sometimes you don't need to like have a friendship outside of that sometimes you just need like someone in there to like you know what I mean like I value like those like specifically school class relationships as friendships and you're like we're cool like with just you know chit-chatting in here and like we don't have to like do anything outside of class to like be like oh like we're friends actually like we just need to talk to each other and I feel like even if we would have done that like that would have been a lot better because then, surprise, surprise, by the time we had our grad party, uh, pretty much no one from our school showed up. So, yeah. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm Who not kidding. Thought? Like, it's painful when I, at the time, like, it was painful. I didn't I say, like, moved anything on. about it. Um, But, like, our gym friends showed up, and then beyond, like, not a single person from our grade showed up. Yeah. So, there's that. <laughs> Um, we had family show up, obviously, but luckily we have a pretty big family, I know. so. So, like, it wasn't, like, completely empty. It was pretty full, actually, but I was like, if anyone else is, like, looking around for anyone else my age, they're not going to find anyone. So, yeah. yeah. Um, next question. I have to scroll, but I'm holding a lot of things right now, so one second. Okay. Do you ask enough questions or do you settle for what you know? I totally settle for what I know and then look stuff up on my own, which isn't probably great. I have a hard time thinking of questions on the spot. Like, I don't know what I, I need to too. ask until later when I'm like, oh, I don't know this. I feel like I run in, I, I agree with you. I think that I settle for what I know. And I don't ask enough questions. And part of me gets mad at myself for seeming to lack genuine curiosity. Yeah, especially like this is something I've noticed and I try to improve like for clinicals, but sometimes like I don't even know like I'm thinking about stuff and I get what you're doing, or at least I think I do, but then I don't know what question to ask. Like you get in your head about like you that. don't have a question that just like I envy people who just like a question pops up and they're like genuinely curious. I feel like I have to work in my head to be like, what question should I ask? Like I need to think of something to ask. Mm-hmm. So and I try and get better about this, like whether it's, you know, in clinicals or in class to try and like actually contribute to conversation i did uh, ask a question in class today so go me but i just feel like it takes and like i try to capitalize on those genuine curiosities when i have them it just doesn't seem like it happens very often um so i don't know if you guys can relate to that or not but it would just be a lot easier to like seek out information if i actually was like curious about something that was being talked about or something we were learning about and like i don't want to make it sound like i'm not curious because i am but I feel like sometimes I get stuck in this, like, mindset of, like, I start getting learn, curious learn. when I, like, go down a rabbit hole of, like, looking at information. Like, that's usually what leads me to then have, like, other questions beyond that. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to look this up and mm-hmm. this up. Um, but, like, on the spot type stuff, it's just kind of difficult. Yeah. What about in other aspects of life just besides school? Like, even I feel like in day-to-day conversations, like, I ask questions, but I don't think I do a good job of like asking questions that are meaningful and will lead to like deeper conversations like I have a hard time getting out of like the rut of like oh like what are you doing uh after school today like you know stuff like that so I could work on that for sure question number eight is 
Who do you love and what are you doing about it? <laughs> we can skip this one. We can skip. skip. Uh, this person talked to me said they love their family and their friends and their husband. But like, I love my family and my friends. I honestly, I know this about myself. I'm not the best uh, when it comes to uh, reaching out to people that I care about to either talk to them or implement any sort of plans to see them. I'm not good at it. I think that part of it has to do with just like the fact that you and I get into our routine we're homebodies, but I know that like I shouldn't use that as an excuse and I should be more mindful of it. It's just hard. That's not me making an excuse. That's just me saying <laughs> that's how it is. Okay. Question number nine. What's a belief that you hold with which many people disagree? Hmm. If you can't where think of to one, I, where do, do they have any like um prompts. I feel like they have not so much a prompt but like their thought and like I don't know if you want to jump off of that uh they believe that for the most part we create our own destiny and it's not determined by fate the decisions that we make and opportunities <coughs> we take are what create our lives so that's more of like an are you like some people think like if it's meant to be it's meant to be and it'll happen no matter what you do I'm so not that person well <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm not that person, but I am also, like, everything happens for a reason kind of person. Mostly as, like, a, I think it's a healthy coping mechanism of, like, things happen sometimes and you need to figure out what was the purpose of that for. And so mm-hmm. that's why I think I adopt that mindset in that situation. Um, otherwise, like, when you were reading that for some reason, I also kind of thought of, like, how some people, certainly not everyone, like, I don't even know what percentage of people believe in soulmates or not, but, like, I'm so not that person. I'm not. I think that, like, I don't know, it just doesn't vibe with what I think is the reality and the reality is i think that you could find many people who there's probably hundreds of people could if not be a person of people in the world that you could happily date marry start a family with and it's funny that this is my mindset yet i talk about how hard it is for me to like find anyone yeah. that i'd be interested in i'm just but saying, like i wouldn't find the one person yet. and be like wow like this was the only person meant for me yeah obviously I, like they're there and like i will nurture a relationship and you with make that it person work. yeah but I think that's honestly, in some ways, like, more, like, heartwarming to think that, you know, it's not just, like, you had one person that you, like, matched up with and, like, your souls align. You had two people who decided that they're going to love each other and they continue to work toward that every single day and, like, you continue to choose that. I feel like the soulmate argument is more just, like, a passive thing and it's, like, implies like that no work goes into together. it. So, yeah. Anything Plus, else that... It's like something that you believe in that is not very widely believe in. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like those two are probably like the big things that came to mind. I do not, cannot think of anything else right now. Okay. Question number 10. What can you do today that you were not capable of a year ago? This can be lighthearted deep whatever you want i can do a lot of pt school related things now that i could not do a year ago (laughs) um i could do some part of an initial eval i can do range of motion manual muscle testing um because a year ago at this point like we weren't even in school isn't that wild so we've learned a lot um so anything pt school related which like i feel so like I don't know what I'm doing, but it's at this point because, like, we have only had so much clinical experience that I know I feel that way. 
And it's just like the inevitable lack of clinical experience where it's kind of just how I'm going to feel until I continue to gain more experience. But I also look back and I'm just like, wow, we really have, we've learned a covered lot. a lot of stuff. And so, yeah, it's pretty crazy to see, like look back a year ago and mm-hmm. think of how far we've come in other aspects of my life. Um, I'm getting better at doing some more adult-like things or I don't know if that's like that impressive, but like doing the annoying phone calls or setting up appointments of stuff. I didn't do that with my dentist appointment to get <laughs> uh, fillings, but otherwise hey, I Hey, baby steps, baby steps. Physical, I canceled the gym membership that I had to call and cancel for. Um... Not that I wasn't doing that a year ago, but I feel like I just, like, I push it off less. That's good. Um, I would second all of the PT-related stuff. Can put on a gate belt. Um, I am working with a community member, so I, like, feel confident doing that uh, on a weekly basis. And I feel like a year ago, that's something I would have been like, uh, no, I can't do that. I feel like even when, like, they brought it up a couple months ago of, like, as an opportunity for, like, a scholarship like yeah you were still I still was like I don't know if I can do that and like I was just like nervous for no reason because like now I do it every week and it's no big deal so yeah I just feel like you know pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone slowly but surely and then like you'll look back a year later and be like oh like I would not have been able to do that a year ago but the steps that I took towards this change were small enough that it was manageable and now you're look where you are this person had a funny one. They said, make a meatloaf from scratch uh, and do the Cupid Shuffle line dance. <laughs> okay. Um, Next one. Question 11. Do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? I would like to say um, not really either. It's more <laughs> so you're in person touch with your emotions. Huh? That's what this person just said. And I thought it was funny because you were, like, reading it. Or you were saying your answer as I was reading it. They said, I don't necessarily think it's a sign of either. <laughs> oh, really? Because, like, I don't know. When I think of someone crying, I literally just think, like, that's how they feel. Yeah, so that's, that's what, what I was expressing. Say. Like, to me, I don't think I necessarily, like, ever, like, suppress my yeah, crying like, and someone, or not. You don't, like, someone doesn't have to cry to show Unless that they're around other people. Then, like, like, maybe I'd be like, I don't someone know. Someone doesn't have to cry, to, cry right to show they're in touch with their emotion. You know, like, it's not a necessary thing to do but some people also do cry and i will say if you ever like just for some reason like need a good cry and like you just like can let it all out that feels really good <laughs> just be like you know i don't have anything to lose right now <laughs> i'm just gonna cry it out but i will say that's not like something that i like you know some people are like i just, I just like, cried when i thought i lost our <clears throat> footage for tc2 and i was like how am i supposed to get it back like i didn't cry for long but i was just like so frustrated that I did something that I, like, never, ever do otherwise in terms of, like, I was deleting stuff off of SD cards, which I never do, like, as I'm importing clips, but I was going through, and I forgot that they were, like, mixed in with our vlog clips. I was like, oh, so you just uploaded this video. I can clear this SD card memory, and it'll all be fine, and then after I did that and was, like, continued to look for the footage on other SD cards, I, like, had a flashback of, like, oh, my God, it was mixed in with the Week in Our Life clips, and so I was so mad at myself that I just started crying but then luckily I was kind of like there has to be a way so I stopped and I (laughs) and you problem solved 
and I found a software. It's called Recover It if you ever need it. And it cost it was, $90. Yeah, it cost me $90, but it also saved me a bunch of time because then we didn't have to re-record or figure out how to get that video to work. And, um, yeah, I didn't recover. I couldn't get it to work specifically for recovering stuff from my trash, but if I, if I plugged the SD card in that I deleted stuff off of, it was able to recover the files really easily, and then I could save them. I actually think my perception of, like, how I think about crying has changed drastically as I've gotten older. I think when I was younger, I used to have, like, this perception of, like, oh, like, crying makes you weak. I used to think that more when I was younger, and I think that's part of the reason that, like, I'm, like, when I was younger, I would, like, brag about, like, oh, I never cry during movies. Like, I never cry, you know, watching X, Y, and Z. Uh, thankfully I didn't have that many like life traumatic experiences where like I would like it would make sense for me to cry like my dogs died but like that's kind of you know about it um but like the older I've gotten I've just like been more accepting of like if you feel sad and you feel like crying freaking cry like I watch TikToks and they make me sad and I cry I watch YouTube videos if they make me sad I cry like TV shows movies um the older I've gotten I'm just like if you're feeling something like why should you try and like not feel it I second that I throw back to like that I think that Grey's Anatomy episode where, like, that one random nurse died was, like, a real eye-opener. I was like, why am I crying right now? And I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're just crying. Okay. Question number 12. How are we for time? We're at 37 minutes. Perfect. Uh, what would you do differently if you knew nobody would judge you? This one's so easy for me. Then go ahead and share. I would be, like way more outgoing and just like I would think way less about like what I say and how I present myself to other people I think I still am very much like I have a fear of like what other people think of me and I think that holds me back a lot in terms of like when I choose to speak up or like say anything I think that's fair I think I was gonna say something along similar lines to that but then I started thinking I was like is that is the way I act or how I think about things me thinking that other people are judging me or is that just like how I like for me think through things it's because I'm maybe afraid it's still like judge a me. combination <laughs> of both but like what's the real thing you think people are judging you on that's the thing is like I don't think people are actually judging me it's like my perception of thinking people are judging me so if you don't think people are judging you then what would you change like I know you just said what you change but like realistically what does that look like uh, going back to asking more questions, like I feel like sometimes I don't ask questions because I'm like, they say there's no dumb questions, but like this might be a dumb question. Or sometimes I worry that like I'll ask something and it will like make me sound dumb. And I don't ever want to sound dumb. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna like say anything. Sure. <laughs> or if like there's something that like, I'm using class as an example a lot, but like uh, if we're in class, and, like it seems like a lot of people like know something about something. I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. Then I won't like ask because i'll be like they'll think i'm dumb i don't want to <laughs> i don't want anyone to think i'm dumb um yeah or just like uh when we like literally like go out with like our classmates like the couple times we've done it and like people are dancing i just am not not a very good dancer no so you, i'm like i, I think just of that can. and i'm like i'm not i'm not not doing stuff because i think other people are judging me like i would be judging myself like, <laughs> i'm just like that's not who i am like i don't have to change who i am and be quote unquote what like everyone else is doing or how they're acting just because that's what other people are doing like I don't want to do that you get what I mean I get what you're saying I still feel like I tend to feel like everyone's watching me even though I know they're not so if I knew they weren't 
I have another, I like, better. I don't know if this is entirely related, but it was something that kind of opened my eyes a little bit. This was during our simulated patient experience. And, like, one of the, my kind of arbitrary goals going into it was to, like, have, or make small talk with the patient. For some reason, like, that was one of my goals. I was, like, you know, it's nice when patients can go in and, like, have small talk with their physical therapists. But then I thought it was interesting because when we were done with the simulated patient experience, my actor, if you will, was kind of like, write down two of your goals and like, then we're going to discuss like, if you think you did them. And when I told him about like the small talk one, he was kind of like, really? Like he was just like shocked and he kind of just ended up saying like, don't feel like you have to do something that's like not natural to you. Like if it's natural, it'll come up and like the small talk will ensue. But like, that's not your job. Like you don't have to do that or like go out of your way to make that happen if you don't want to. I don't know. Okay. Uh, next question is, do you celebrate the things you do have? I think yes. I was going to say, honestly, I don't really think I do. Like, in terms of, I know that, like, <clears throat> I'm, like, grateful for everything I have. Like, you know, I'm grateful for, like, what I'm able to afford. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and backtrack and say no. <laughs> That's all. I, I was like, you have your own answer, but... I don't, like, actively think about, like, oh, like, I am so, like, blessed to, like, one, live the life that I live, and two, afford to live the life that I live, and just, like, have all, like, the nice things, I know I have nice things, and, like, some of it is in part due to, like, what I've done, and some of it is just in part to, like, my family, and, you know, what they've gotten me, or, like, how they've contributed to my upbringing that's, like, led me to where I am, and uh, I don't think I do enough self-reflection to, like, actively be appreciative of that I feel like I am regularly appreciative of like what I have and who's around me but I feel like I was thinking more along the lines of like I expect a lot for myself and like for example in terms of like celebrating like what you have or things you've done did it say what you have or things you have yeah so maybe it's not entirely the same thing actually but like I just got an award for like being like the top anatomy student in our class and like in my mind, I can't help but think, like, that's not a big deal. But, like, mm-hmm. then my dad was like, oh, my God, like, I need to take you, like, to dinner or raving whatever. about it. And I'm just like. He still hasn't done that. No, he actually mentioned to me how we should do that this weekend. Hmm. Um, but I'm just like, I don't know why, like, I don't get as, like, Like, you're kind of, like, on to the next is yeah. sort of your mindset. Yeah. All right. What is the difference between living and existing? This is the whole live to work and work to live thing. Yeah. I think that we can like kind of quickly go through this because I feel like we've already briefly touched on this. But in my opinion, existing is just like we said, getting in that monotonous routine like day in, day out. It's like the same exact thing. It's like when you picture, you know that scene? Is this, I'm not making this up. Isn't there a scene from Incredibles? Yeah. Where it's like the guy, it's like he's in the car, he's in the office, he's whatever. That's what I picture like when people talk about like existing over living. And living is the uh, sprinkled bites of life that make it worthwhile. Like, we don't, we aren't alive on this earth to, like, just go to work, go home, go to bed. Like, it's all of the moments of joy that we have in between. Whether it's, like, the time you spend with your friends, your family, doing the activities you enjoy. That, to me, is the difference. And it's funny because they could go through an edit, I'm sure, like, for the Incredibles movie, for example. Like, there's even, like, bits of spice or moments people enjoy like at work at like home you know it's like 
they could re-edit the same thing of like still people's mm-hmm. daily life with oh like the actual good things that are happening it's like truly in the smallest details like we were in our farm discussion today like we had class for five hours today and like if you would say like oh like is farm like you know really just like right the now? spice of life no i would say but no, like, not really <laughs> we have a good group of classmates and like um pharmacists and pts that come talk to us like it's a pretty lively discussion people make jokes and have fun and it's like entertaining to be there like i was laughing and was having a good time like it's that or it's just like the shift in mindset and like i'm not saying every like you know situation where it's like every work or job or whatever is like going to be like this all the time because it won't be but i think never undermine like these small things that you can like make joy out of in the things you have to do every day all right uh, next question this is just a generic one if not now then when i don't know what they're referring to but if not isn't there a second i don't know it's like if not ever then i might be making that up i don't know i, I don't was know. gonna like go somewhere with that but i don't know okay if always thinking not now then when then when do you do the things that take a long time mm-hmm uh, next question. Have you done anything lately worth remembering? And it's like talking about like remembering for you, not like worth anyone else to remember about you. You know what I mean? Have I done anything that I hope that I remember lately? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I feel like just this summer has been a good summer and... I was going to say, like, as simple as it sounds, PT school is kind of just, like, a chunk of my life that I feel like I'm inevitably going to, like, look back on and, like, associate different experiences with it. So, in a way, yes, because I just feel like I'm going to remember, like, oh, this is what this summer was like versus, like, I remember what last summer was like and, you know, fall semester versus spring semester. Uh, what does your joy look like today? I just kind of explained it with our farm discussion. Yeah. Uh, I just think we had, like, honestly, today was a good day in class. Like, for it being yeah. our longest day, uh, we were in class from 9 to 3.30. We had, uh, all-day presentations from 9 to 12. I said all day, but it's, like, just our three-hour class. And we had, like, it's supposed to be discussion-based, but, like, we had some lively discussions. Lots of jokes were cracked. Lots of laughing. And then continuing to what we talked about, like, even between classes when we, like, we had people, about, like, like, childhood games that yeah. people played, like, during our lunch hour and stuff like that. Like, if you guys ever played Captain Maybe Cross Your Ocean, we, like, brought that up. Yeah. yeah. And then talking about our farm discussion was also pretty lively and... And Kendall Ray uploaded today. Oh, there you go. And, and I my, also get to my watch... Pro- or my Aritzia package came. So. And I get to watch the finale for Cruel Summer. So lots of joy happening today. We won't talk about the farm we have to study tonight, but not everything can be joyful. <laughs> okay. Um, is it possible to lie without saying a word? This is an opinion. Are we excluding body language? Are we? No, that's not speaking. So, well then, you can y- nod yes or no. So yes, it's possible. You're taking this so literally. <laughs> Um, I was more interpreting this as, like, I think, one, my first thought was, like, absence, in my mind, can also be, 
some sort of like untruth. Like if you, this is like such a like crazy example. Like let's say, okay, I go and like, I'm going to go park my car somewhere that like, I don't know it. Like I can't park somewhere, but like you do know that, but you don't say anything. And so I'm like, my car gets towed and I'll be like, uh, I didn't know. Like I couldn't park there. And you'd be like, oh, like I knew that. I just didn't say anything. So it's like, does that make any sense? <laughs> no. How does that not make sense? Like, I'm saying, like, by you not, like, speaking up about something that you had information on that could have helped, like, to me, that's, like, lying in a sense. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, silence. Or body language. Uh, next question. If you had a friend who spoke to you in the same way that you sometimes speak to yourself, how long would you allow this person to be your friend? Forever. Forever. I have a good I relationship s- with myself. I think so, too. I'm really good at positive self-talk, even though, like, sure, I get down on myself. Like, I just was telling you guys in the beginning of the podcast, like, I'm pretty self-reflective. I know in high school what, like, was my weak points. I know now what my weak points are, but, like, that doesn't get me down. That is just, like, me being honest with myself, and I feel like that's what you should ask for in a friend. And overall, like, I am, I know my, like, positive aspect assets, too, so. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think... I am very lucky in the fact that, like, I think of, like, all the times people, like, just bring up the fact, like, when they're so mean to themselves, and I'm, like, I've never been, like, mean to myself. Like, there have been things where I'm, like, oh, like, that was probably, like, a dumb thing to do, dumb thing to say, but, like, I don't ever say, like, I'm dumb. Like, I'll say, like, oh, like, that was, like, an X, like, thing to do about something I did, but I don't ever say that, like, I'm dumb. I've never said I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I'm ugly, I'm, like, I've never done that to myself. And I don't believe that either. So I consider myself lucky to have a friend in myself. And like you said, I talk to myself all the time. Like literally at night, that is like one of the things I look forward to. Is I just know. like, Well, I'm also just like, God, can I shut up so I can go to bed? Right. So I know we've even talked about like uh, talking like to ourselves. And sometimes it seems like people don't even know what we're talking about. And this is like related to like when people like can't like hear themselves speak in their mind, in their mind's eye. So maybe that's why some people are confused. But, like, talk to yourself at night. Like, go through your day. Recap. Talk to you. Talk to yourself about what you've been feeling lately. Like, things that you want to, like, implement change in. Like, if you don't check in with yourself and, like, think about, like, how you're going to make these changes or whatever it is, then you're not going to do it. So that's my nighttime uh, thing that I do. All right. Next question is... Which activities make you lose track of time? TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Reading, actually. I was just... So, on Monday night when we didn't have class on Tuesday, it had been a while since I read the book that I was reading, which was um, Behind Closed Doors. And I had, like, just under 100 pages left. So, I think I started reading at, like, 11. And I was like, maybe I'll read until, like, midnight. And then I ended up reading until 1.30 because I needed to finish the book. (laughs) But I finished it. Uh, I also agree um, with TikTok and reading. Podcasting makes me lose track of time. I'm just kidding. Not really. Um, I don't know of like anything else. You know, it makes, makes me, me hyper aware of the time. What? Road trips. Driving. Because I'm like, could this be any slower? <laughs> right? Okay. In class. Sometimes. Depends on what we're doing. <laughs> um. Next question. If you had to teach something, what would you teach? Um, 
I have a pretty good history of teaching mostly gymnastics related right, stuff. My mind goes straight to gymnastics with that um, question. You know, I have a history of coaching. I, I am a good coach. I'm hoping like eventually once I get established in um, like my career as a PT, I'd like to be a CI for other PT students or even just like wanting to take on like undergrad or high school students that are interested in sh- like shadowing and being able to be like someone that they can ask questions to and feeling like confident in myself and like knowing what I'm doing that I can feel good about what I'm saying to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe some other people would like think that we would have any tips or something for social media or YouTube or camera stuff and like I would say I, I, feel like I have I'm basic not minimal the teacher like, for that. No. Like guys, I barely get by. Like I know what to do for like what works for me, but like I would not be like, oh, here's what you or, do. Like, I feel knowledgeable about stuff, but like not more so in terms of just like knowing how things work and not so much like I don't implement a lot of things of like, oh, this is how to like best grow your YouTube channel. Like this is how you do XYZ to become like the top YouTube sensation. Like I know the steps that people use to get there and like how hard you have to work to do that i don't implement that stuff because it just doesn't it doesn't light my fire <laughs> there you go um question 22 what would you regret not fully doing being or having in your life i think that i if i end, ever end up doing this which again like hopefully this won't happen i really enjoy right now having like a lot of different facets of my life that I can like kind of pour some time and energy into and I feel like I have a lot of different things going for me so I hope that I don't feel the need to give that up as I grow in my career as a PT mm-hmm. and that I see it as like an opportunity to just like I don't know I don't know what the opportunity would be but <laughs> just like see it as like okay you could still do yeah. it all if you want I feel like this is kind of like me going into like things that like I'm glad that I'm doing because I feel like I know that I'm not going to regret it. So like kind of touching on I'm just glad that we didn't cut ourselves short in terms of YouTube like too soon for no reason just because Mm -hmm. like there were at least like three or four times uh, where we're like I think it's time to call it quits for no reason other than like we're graduating high school we're graduating college like you know these arbitrary like deadlines when it's like should we still be doing this and it's like well no one is saying anything so yeah I think that I like saying that and going back to the question like I'm glad that we didn't do that because I feel like if we would have stopped sooner I would have like been like was there like you know missed opportunity there and so like even now like if we were to like stop doing YouTube at some point I know that like we wrote it for all it was worth so, mm-hmm. no regrets about that. Are you holding on to something that you need to let go of? I don't think I am. I don't think so either. I think I'm pretty free right now. Good. Okay. Uh, when you are 80 years old, what will matter to you the most? I think... What will matter to me the most when I'm 80 is how well I've taken care of myself in terms of, like, I know this is PT related, but, like, hey, that's part of why I got in this profession anyways. Um, It's just, like, 
hoping that I can still function at like a high level and that I'm independent and that I can take care of myself and that I have good family and hopefully friends around to enjoy life with still. Yeah, mine's a similar answer. I feel like by the time I'm 80, I think that will be the point in life where you're like, my life is mostly lived at this point. Did I do everything that I was hoping to do? Like as cheesy as it is, like you can't have lived without or like with regret at that point because it's like, shoot, I really would have like wish I would have done this when I was 20 years old. I wish I would have done this when I was 30. I wish I would have taken this opportunity uh, like when I was 35. So I'm just hoping that I can look back and like obviously I'm sure I won't have made like all of the quote unquote right choices, but I hope I can look back being like, you know, I did pretty good for not knowing where I was going. And like you said, I want to have um, family around, whether that's like mostly probably going to be like, I don't know if my husband will still be alive at that point, but just like kids, grandkids, I would love to like live by them uh, to spend my golden years uh, with all of those people. (laughs) So yeah. Should we call it an episode? Sure. All right. I don't know how long it's been, so you're the timer. Probably close to an hour. All right. Well, that was us going through some deep and thought-provoking questions. I thought it was fun and different. It's always hard to do these questions on the spot, and we haven't thought of anything. Yeah, but I also don't want to, like, prepare too much, so, you know. I only have so much time in the day. (laughs) Well, it's like, I don't want to, like, leave too much, like, room to, like, pause and be like, we're still uh, doing the podcast, guys. Like, we're still recording. Anyways, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode yourselves. Um, Maybe thought along to some of what you would have answered. If we um, end up doing an episode with Haley, you guys, like, we will be probably doing it eventually. So let us know if you have any, like, wedding-specific questions or want to have, like, some insight into, like, planning process or just like how unprepared me and Sierra are with what we're letting you guys know about the bachelorette party all right well if you guys haven't already make sure you subscribe to our podcast on anywhere podcasts are available make sure you follow us on instagram we've been losing followers which is so rude we're used to it and i work so hard on it (laughs) um so it's called according to if you guys want to follow it and yeah that's pretty much it we will talk to you guys next thursday Bye. bye